Just kiss your babies gently, have a night, and do the best you can, yeah, and do the best you can. Welcome to Unto Others, where we interview the coolest people you've never heard of. I'm Stephen Woodfin, your host. We hope if you enjoy these interviews that you'll stop by untoothers.org and drop us a line. Hello everybody, this is Steve Woodfin, your host of Unto Others. And this evening I have an interview with a lovely young lady who I suppose is in the millennial category. And just so you know, we're on April the 26, 2020. Uh, and we're in East Texas in the United States of America. And uh, that means for about the last six weeks, we've been dealing here with uh, the coronavirus. And my guest tonight, Evangeline, has been dealing with it with a uh, six-year-old daughter and whose school has been canceled for the rest of the year. So we have a lot of things going on. We're just going to talk about life in general. So introduce yourself for us. Um, I'm Vangie Woodfin, Vangie short for Evangeline. Um, Where do you live? Live in Kilgore, Texas. I'm 31 years old, about to be 32 next month. But who's counting? But who's counting? Um, and you went to public high school. Went to public school and community college. And you have a undergraduate, you have a high school degree and an AA degree from a local junior college. Correct. All right. And uh, just so everybody knows, I'm pretty familiar with this young lady's story because she does happen to be my middle daughter. <laughs> uh, but uh, as I've already said, we have some really unusual things uh, going on. Uh, in this area and really all over the world right now. But first, let's, let's let our listeners learn a little bit about uh, where you find yourself at this stage in your life. And what we're really going to be talking about is where you are, where you've been, and where you'd like to go in terms of how you want your life to play out, what you see. If you had a crystal ball and you could look at the tea leaves, uh, how you'd like to see, see that go. So we've already talked about your high school education and going to junior college. Uh, tell us a little bit about your work history. What sort of jobs have you had? Well, I started out um, right after high school. I got a job at GNC in the mall selling health supplements. And then after a year or so, went from there to Starbucks and then worked for Starbucks for a right at nine years as a barista and then a shift manager and then um, opened the bookstore coffee shop with you and was a barista there for two years. Okay and then you uh, decided you wanted to further your education and now you're just kind of deciding whether that's what you want to do or whether you want to do something else. Yeah hoping to discover what would be a good fit for me um, well, so if you, if you can look in that crystal ball and you think, what, what would, you know, and all the tea leaves came out just right, 
uh, what would what kind of thing would you want to find uh, that for your life to be like as you move forward? Well, main wants would be a the main things that I would you know hope to have one day would be an average house with a little bit of land and some animals and a job that supports that and is comfortable I guess with with and possibly being able to travel some. Now you mentioned the magic word animals <laughs> a moment ago. You mind telling our viewers just give <clears throat> just give them a a hint of the of all of the sorts of animals. What kind of animals? Just have, the categories have, of animals we've well, had. Well let's see. I would for sure cover, let's say, iguanas, geckos, snakes, sugar gliders, rabbits, uh, hamsters, dogs, cats, fish, the list parrots the list goes on and on. If you can buy it at a pet store, we've probably had one. <laughs> and right now what do we have? Right now we have three dogs and two geckos. And that is it. It's a very low on the That's it. <laughs> that's it on the animals right now. Well now we had some rabbits here recently and they they went on uh, They've to gone meet to their the maker. great beyond <laughs> <laughs> at the paws of two rowdy dogs. Oh, well, you got to keep all your animals straight. Yeah. Um, well, do you have any idea of if you could work with animals, what you'd like to do? Um, uh, just some thing where I could be around them to watch their behavior, I guess, is what I like. I like to see how they, why animals think the way that they do. It's, you know easier to observe animals than people. Mm, that's a good observation. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention to you, I gave this a little bit in the intro, is that when uh, the spring came along, early spring, and now we're talking uh, January and early February, you had no clue, nor did any of us, that school was not going to uh, finish out for this semester. So tell everybody what kind of adjustment it has been. Well, let's, let's do it this way. What is a day in the life of Evangeline right now? Right now? Right now a day in the life is um, getting up and, and taking care of Cheyenne, my daughter, and trying to do things that are you know, fun and in some way active or an, able to learn with her. And she's a kindergartner. She's in kindergarten, correct. Um, and what is the school? Tell me how the school is dealing with this. Does she have assignments that you're supposed to work on at home? Well, we do. We, we pick up a packet once a week from the school, um, ideally, and should be a few pages every day to do. And from from what I hear from my friend, like Miss Shara, who has a second grader, she's got a lot of work to do. That they're supposed to be staying up on way more than us. So I guess it just depends on the grade. For us, like you and I have talked about, I happen to be, Cheyenne happens to be fairly lucky, I think, that she's in kindergarten. And so hers is not, her school is not as impacted as an older grader. Yeah, for instance, some of the kids that were going to graduate this time, it's all kind of up in the air. Yeah. So. All right. So, so really, your schedule, uh, as we sit here today, is that 
you get up and Cheyenne gets up and you spend all day together just about every day, right? <laughs> yes, we do. And um, that's that's the deal right now. I keep, you know, I'm not sure when that's going to change now that school's not starting back for the, for the rest of the school year. It's just time to kind of figure out a, a new schedule and what the next part's going to look like. So you are a full-time single mom. Yes. And how, do, how is that going? How do you, <laughs> how are you um, like, I know that one we want you had figured okay. for, for the, right off the bat for this spring, but how's that going? Well, I love being a mom. I love having Cheyenne and I love being able to do things together. And I do think that it's sort of a blessing to be able to be home with her and soak up every moment right now. Uh, it's tough, you know, though, because sometimes I wish that I had, you know, the father around to, to be able to, to help out a little bit so that there was a little bit more free time, I guess, or alone time, time for myself. But, um, but you don't have that. So you're just having to deal with it. Yeah. And it's okay. You know, life is okay and we're doing all right and she's happy and you know, I'm pretty happy for the most part and we're just kind of having to, that's what we've been dealt and it's okay. Well, I know that there are a lot of people that are in the same circumstance that you're in and that, had this uh, full-time chair, uh, child care and, in, in a sense, kind of homeschooling placed on them. Yeah, I, I'm, I definitely feel for the moms out there that were working full-time jobs and supporting, you know, two or three or four or one child even. Um, and now they're having to choose either are they going to pay somebody to watch them all day while they go to work still or are they going to cut their hours back and make less money or you know, a tough situation for a lot of parents out there, I would think. And you're fortunate in a sense. I, I'm not going to ask you if, you if you're going to use the word fortunate or not. But I would use the word fortunate in my situation. But in your situation, you have your mom and dad, which would be me and your mom. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're all in a, a family unit living under the same roof. And so we're all kind of making making do of of everything but still you're the one that is uh on the firing line so to speak with cheyenne right yes i yes um, you know as long as mom's around you know yeah. uh, everybody else kind of comes in second place so yeah, it's mom, living together it's mom then it's grandma then it's grandpa <laughs> at the very at the very last uh, 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 okay yeah well uh so as we sit here, we know school may start in uh, August, I guess, or almost around the 1st of September. Uh, but once again, uh, when, you, when we return to some sort of normalcy, if that's what happens in uh, September, you have a thought of how you're going to, uh, what the plan's going to be to uh, become re-engaged in the workforce and that kind of thing? Well, I am hoping to do some substitute teaching and maybe figure out a way that I could work in the school system um, through a job that I could work my way up in, or if there's some sort of certificate program, you know, maybe I could do while I'm substituting, but that's what I really think I'd like to do. I know one thing that I have meant to talk to you about because uh, I've, I've observed in your life that one thing that you really, 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 really love 
are movies. Yes, that is that is very true. Movies have always been my one constant companion to feel emotions or to to view life through somebody else's eyes or just to feel connected. Well, I want to know, since I'm an old guy and you're a young person, I want to know where you get your entertainment now. I know you watch a lot of uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of shows, movies and other shows. But tell me, tell me how you pick which kind of shows to pick and what what media do you use to see these shows? Well, I watch a wa- I lo- <laughs> I watch a lot on Netflix or some on Amazon and streaming services like that. And sometimes I just watch YouTube videos or listen to some podcasts and you know, I guess it just kind of depends on certain days. I I like a lot of true crime stuff. So if it's something like a Dateline type show or a documentary, then um, I'll search that out. Or sometimes the new ones that are up and coming, I'll, I'll see those. You know, places like Netflix are great because they kind of show you the new stuff and I guess with their algorithm show you what's what's important to you you know what kind of choices you've made before so well what what criteria do you use when you're picking out your stuff uh I, I know from the movies that you've loved down through the years that you have you like kind of grainy and <laughs> uh cutting edge sort of stuff but give the audience an idea of the sort of stuff you really like oh my goodness well like right now so what are some of the shows you're watching um well I like Westworld. I've been watching Westworld, which is an HBO show um about um a place where you can go and the robots kind of look like humans and they develop a consciousness and so it's like a game where you're immersed in it but you're um hanging I, I that show Westworld is one of my favorites. I'm rewatching the first two seasons cuz it's in its third season, so I'm catching up on that and um, lots of miscellaneous crime documentaries that come on Netflix. What was the one about the mass murderer that you uh, just were talking about? Yeah, well. Well, I mean, there's been the Ted Bundy the one. Ted that Bundy was, was told from his wife's perspective, yes, right? Yes, that one was pretty interesting. And I really, the one that I loved the most recently was one called um, The Devil Next Door, which was about the Nazi. Hunter, they thought he was, um, I mean, the Nazi um, war criminal, Ivan the Terrible, and that one, being, seeing that one was was really cool. I liked that one a lot, and watched Tiger King on Netflix, which has gotten a lot of publicity right now. But is that guy in jail right now? <laughs> he is in jail. I think maybe there's some talk about Trump giving him a pardon, which I don't think will happen, and hopefully not. <laughs> but um, some craziness around with that. I don't think it's all the hype, but. Now you told me about some show in, said in Arkansas or the Ozark. Oh, Ozark. I like Ozark. That one's good. Jason Bateman. But it kind of feels Southern, you know, so it's relatable to us and the fact that... Do you like Southern shows? Uh, it just depends. No, not really. I just like sometimes if it happens to be Southern, then, you know, it's it's just more relatable than some other things. But I like a wide variety of things so that, you know... Well, we've hit on something else because I know uh, your mom and I and you and uh, uh, your younger sister uh, have all had a lot of discussions recently about where we would like to, geographically, where we would like to spend the next phase of our lives. And uh, I know you've had some ideas about places that appeal to you. Uh, where are you in that 
in that uh, train of thought right now? Well, um, you know, I don't really know. I, I like the idea of Florida and living by close to the water. <clears throat> but I also would love to live, you know, in a forested area, more like Oregon or something. Um, so I don't really know. I know you like uh, New Mexico. I remember when you were a kid that you always wanted to move to Alaska. You're not on that anymore, are you? Well, I mean, I still think it has some great things about it that would be interesting to try out, but I do think it's probably very harsh, and I might just be romanticizing the idea of moving to Alaska. I mean, like the first 30 below, that might be it? Yeah, and like, what, a month of darkness or longer, you know? Like, I don't know. I might be like, well, I think that's enough of Alaska for me. Maybe I just meant to visit. Well, you've also mentioned Colorado before. Yeah, Colorado with the skiing and, you know, the mountains. It's beautiful there at the the, the Rocky Mountain National Forest. <laughs> that there? You asked that with a question. Yeah, I get that one in the Smoky Mountains confused. Yeah, they've they moved the Smoky Mountains <laughs> over over towards. You better the, cut this part out. Towards, <laughs> they moved it over towards the East Coast. Uh, you know. North Carolina. Oh, by the way, which reminds me. Oh yes. Of uh, yeah, you also used to talk about going to Asheville. Yes. Didn't you and I go to Asheville <laughs> one time? We did, and it was very beautiful. <laughs> and um, you know. Except it was just a little bit too much <laughs> up and down for you. It got where we were. I felt a little claustrophobic, like it would take a long time to get out of the twists and turns, you know, to back to the interstate. <laughs> and if I need to leave quickly for any reason. Yeah, so that's an important factor in our discussion is how fast can one leave the area where one is. Right? Yes, and you know, never know what kind of emergency might arise. Well, so is there a, is there a, a scenario in your mind where you end up staying in the South? There is. Uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure what percentage of me wishes to move or to stay, but, um, I, you know, I, I love the people in the South. I like the way that people are kind, and um, I love our the... the um, I don't know, just the way it feels here in Texas. You know, I, I like the the landscape and the feeling and the trees and the wildlife. Um, but I don't know. You know, I think I would be happy and make it work, you know, and be okay here just as well as anywhere else, just about. But I still long to go live somewhere else. Well, uh, and of course we're talking about these different geographical places, but I think at at the heart of the deal is this issue of where, and you and I were talking about this just a while ago, kind of a mindfulness sort of thing, where what in the next phase would be the most peaceful, I guess, or the one where you can become most with who you want, what you want yourself to be? Does that make sense? Yes, I think that's how I feel right now is that, um, you know, I would like to be, I just with our family unit, you know, we're such a close-knit family, you and mom, and I and Cheyenne were all a very close, close knit group, and I love that. But I also think that I'd like to be somewhere kind of on my own, where I could become the person that I feel more naturally I am, without you know outside influences to 
who I was or, you know, sure. who you see as a child, that kind of a thing, you know, just so some you're space looking, to grow. You're looking at a fresh start somewhere with a new kind of a new uh, energy about rejuvenation, uh, rejuvenation kind of. in your life. Yes, that's what I, I would like that. Well, I think one of the reasons I want to talk to you about all that uh, right now is because I think there's so many millions of people that are in the same situation right now where the coronavirus and the, uh, everybody being cooped up for a period of time is making people think about what their life has been like and what's it going to be like moving forward. People are make, a lot of people are making some really, are going to be faced with some fundamental changes. And uh, so it's kind of odd that all of this is happening and, it's, and you're, you're already kind of thinking this way and now it's really been thrust on you. Yeah, hoping for a change and then, you know, unfortunately, you know, COVID or ha- happened and that, like you're saying, yes, is kind of ushering in a new era. But there's, there are lots of folks that are going through this same thing. Uh, yeah. All right. So we've talked about the movies. The last thing we're going to talk about is music. I know music has all, also been one of those things that's been steady <laughs> for you all through your life. Yes. Where are you on your musical scene right now? On music. Let's see. Well, um, uh, lots of kids' movies. Lots of kids. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Well, I guess we could just say Trolls World Tour if we wanted to. <laughs> Trolls World Tour, like six times now and all that music. But um, no, you know, I like a lot of old stuff like, you know, John Denver and James Taylor and, um, you know, all the way over to like Al Green and uh, old soul kind of music. I love that and love R&B um, and I guess that's probably where it is right now. I go back and forth to old stuff, to a lot of um, kind of smooth R&B, kind of funky stuff. But most of it is, is uh, music that's kind of vintage music? Mm, I guess some of it is vintage, I guess so. I guess most of what I listen to is, you know, or you know, I listen to some of what's kind of on the pop chart just because that's playable for a, you know, a kiddo right now. It's easy for us to listen to together, but... What what is vintage and what what time period? I mean the seventies, the eighties, the sixties. My favorite time period is the sixties and seventies. No, I like. I'm not a big eighties music fan. I like a lot of the nineties music, of course, because that's what I grew up on. But um, you know, sixties and seventies is what I go to in the car. Bob Dylan or John um, Denver. But you don't really have. Uh, do you have people that that you're crazy about right now that are the the hot? The hot um, musicians. You know, ten years ago, I had some. You know, like I was in love with John Legend and his music, and uh, a couple of, you know, other people. But recently, I I haven't really been up on the, the new stuff. You know, I hear it, but I'm not in. I don't really know a whole lot. You know, I I if Grady were here, she'd be laughing at me because one of the songs that I do like right now, is by one of the guys from One Direction. It's Harry Styles. Um, and Grady, by the way, is... Grady is my little sister who is 25, 26, 26. And anyway, she'd be laughing at me because I would have been laughing at anybody listening to One Direction about five years ago. And now here I am right on the pop charts <laughs> listening to Harry Styles. It's funny how things change, isn't it? Yep. All right. 
Well, we're going to wrap it up, folks. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this interview with Evangeline. As you can see, she's got a lot on her plate and a lot on her mind. <laughs> and uh, I think six months from now is going to be a really cool time, don't you? I do. I can't wait. Well, thanks for the interview. Thank you for interviewing me and taking time to okay. do it with me. All right. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Undo Others. Just kiss your babies gently. Have a night and do the best you can, yeah, and do the best you can.